Hey, MYP fam, welcome to another episode of the Marketing Your Podcast show. And today we are talking about some common mistakes that most podcasters make. And the title of it is New Podcasters, but I got to tell you, I've been a podcaster for years and I find myself sometimes making some of these mistakes. And I've seen people who have been doing it for years still making some of these same mistakes. So even if you have been in the game for a little while, I think that there's going to be something that you can take away from this. So I wanted to get that out of the way before, just in case there are people who are a little more experienced, I think that this is still going to be a valuable episode for you. And I want to say a big thanks to all of you who are listening. You know, I got to share a quick story from you. I remember back in like 2008, I was in high school and it was still the MySpace days. And I remember looking or visiting a friend's profile and hearing this, this amazing song. And it was so incredible. And it was by this guy named Drake. And, you know, I'd never heard of him at that time, but I clicked on Drake's profile and I followed through and I ended up, you know, going to Drake's blog and I... I ended up finding Drake before, you know, I don't want to say before everybody else, but I ended up becoming a fan months before he had kind of become mainstream. And so I felt a little bit more connected with him and with his community. And just last month, I was able to go and see him with Kanye at the LA Coliseum. And so I just, you know, I want to thank you for being here because even though we've only put out, you know, coming up on our 50th episode, this actually might be our 50th episode. So even though we don't have a, a ton in the archive, I, I want to thank you for being here and being a supporter of the show because it means the world to us and know that we are building something special for podcasters here. And we're building a place where podcasters can get support and learn and grow and um, come together to get their message out there. And I think that's really what's most important about the show. Now, I've got three mistakes that I found a lot of podcast hosts make, and I'm going to get into those. But the reason that I found these was because I put out a tweet and if you're not following me on Twitter, I would encourage you to go and connect with me, Hector underscore podcast. But I put out a tweet and and what I said was that if podcast hosts wanted some feedback, that if they put their show down there, that I would give them one thing that I think that they're doing good and one thing that I think that they can improve on. And I was blown away by the outpouring of responses that I got because I still haven't had a chance to get through all of them. So if you are listening and I have not got a chance to review your show, do know that I have every intention of making that happen. I'm just working through them very slowly, but surely I will get there to you. So uh, go follow me at Hector underscore podcast if you haven't, and you can put your show there on that tweet and get some feedback from me as well. Now, I mentioned at the beginning that podcasting is a journey, and I have been creating content now going on almost six, seven years. And I remember my first video, my first interview, how absolutely terrible and how absolutely bad it was. And so I, I say that because People are all at different stages of their journey, and it's really important for us to have grace and for us to be okay with the stage of the journey that we're at because we're exactly where we're supposed to be. And assuming that we stay consistent and assuming that we stay persistent to what it is that we're doing, then things are eventually going to pay off when they are supposed to. So I really want you to have grace, and I really don't want this episode to feel like an attack on anybody because I know that that can be something that happens when people get feedback or when they start seeing opportunities or things that they may not be doing the best. And so I don't want you to feel attacked in any way. All I want you to know is that there are opportunities for you to be able to improve your show without necessarily needing to work any harder. And that was a big thing that I wanted to make sure that I cover in these points were things that wasn't just like work harder, do more, put out more episodes, because obviously that is a thing that you can do, but that's not always something that's possible for everybody in every situation. So let's get into the three common mistakes that new podcast hosts make. 
And the first one is bad cover art. The second one is having poor audio quality. And the third one is not having the right episode titles. So let's get into these. And the first one I want to get into is not having the best cover art. And I want to give a shout out to Midnight Train Podcast, who actually, they have a, a pretty good cover art. And I actually, I really enjoyed their show. And I really enjoyed their themes. And they were a very kind of a creepy, funny kind of a show. It's three dudes who are just talking about creepy stuff. But it's a very, you know, it's a, it's a comedy show, essentially. And I thought that the show was done really, really well. But what was interesting is that when they posted their link on Twitter, it was actually a picture that really represented like a, a true crime or a horror or a, a scary story, reminded me of a scary story. And so the picture that was posted with the episode didn't actually reflect the funniness or the humor or the comedy of the show. And so you may not have a comedy show or you might not have something that's in the, the horror space, but for your cover art, when, when you look at your cover art, or not even when you look at it, because obviously it's your show. When someone who doesn't know about your show, when they look at your cover art, do they know what your show is about? Because as I was going through these, there was, I had to find a way to be able to, you know, do these in some sort of time efficient manner. And so the first thing that I was looking at was, was their cover art and realized that that's all that we have as a podcast, really, when we're, when we're competing for, for space. I know book authors, they spend so much time thinking about what is the cover going to look like. And they used to think about what is it going to look like on the Barnes and Noble shelf. But today they actually think about what is it going to look like on the Amazon page. And so for you, you've got to think about what does your show look like on the, on the app, on the Podbean app, on the podcast app, on the Apple app, on the Spotify app. And all of these shows have different ways of being able to display it. But you've got to think about that and make sure that your show is showing up the right way because you might actually be deterring some listeners, some potential listeners that would really enjoy your show because they don't really understand what it is that they're getting into. So I wrote down a couple of tips when it comes to cover art. The first one is just being okay changing it. I know that some people have the exact same cover art that they started with, and that is, that's okay. I mean, we have the exact same cover art that we started with, but I am fortunate enough to have my wife, who is one of the most talented designers that I've ever met, and I probably could have paid thousands of dollars for someone to design a cover like ours. And because maybe I'm biased because she's my wife, but I also think that I, I know that we were going to someone who produced quality designs to be able to do it. Whereas there are some people who just got started. They just kind of whipped something up. Maybe they did it on their own or they paid someone on Fiverr. And so it's okay to change your, your artwork. And I want to make, and I, I know that some people are, so attached to it because it's it's theirs. It was their baby. It was there when they started. But I also want to iterate to those people that your show is going to evolve and you want to make sure that your show's branding evolves with it. And so just being okay with it is going to be a big thing. The second thing that I would say is to audit your genre or audit your category and go through and look at all the different shows in your space. Look at the top charts in your in your space. You'll find that there's generally some themes, right? There's generally some themes. And so I said this to one of the hosts who replied to the tweet was that podcast branding is both about fitting in, but also standing out. And what I mean by that is that when someone looks at your show's branding, they should be able to identify it and put it into the category that, that it fits into. So they know, so that it, it attracts the right listeners. But then obviously within that category, you've got to be able to be distinct and also be able to distinguish yourselves from the other shows in there as well. And so auditing your genre is, is going to be really, really important for you to be able to 
rise in the charts and also to be able to attract other listeners who are listening to shows in your same category. The second common mistake that I found was having poor audio quality. And I got to tell you, we were a, a big victim of this one early on as well. I had come from the streaming world and I had done tons of live streams and I have done tons of live videos. And I had a mic that worked for live streaming because people were listening on their phones or because of the, the expectation for quality wasn't as high. And, and most people weren't listening like they are in a podcast with their headphones on all the time. And so as I got my show started, I just got started with that. I just started using that mic and I was using the room and the office that we were living in because that's what I had always done. In fact, if you go back and listen to our early episodes, they are the quality is absolutely terrible. I mean, awful. Uh, we lived by a freeway. I was using a condenser mic and it was just not good quality. And so that happens a lot. And so it's, it's okay. You know, I always say to go back and if you listen to Joe Rogan's first couple of hundred episodes, they're terrible. They're, they're really bad. They're un, unlistenable too, frankly. And so it's okay. You know, we're all growing in this journey, but upgrading your audio quality is a really, really powerful thing that can go a long way for your show. You know, that's one of the big things that I really enjoy now is when I hear people say, wow, I can hear the difference in your show. Because if your show is valuable enough, people will listen to it despite the quality. But if you are able to show or able to make improvements in it, then what you're going to do for that listener is you're going to show that the, the show is constantly improving and they're going to be wanting to come back because they're going to know that you're going to be putting together a quality product for them. So here are a few tips for improving your sound quality. The first one that I would say is get a new mic. And once again, this is not always possible for everybody. So I'm going to list them in the, in the rank of highest investment in terms of on the spectrum. This one will be higher in, in monetary investment, but obviously lower in time. And then the last ones will be lower in what you have to pay, but obviously it's going to take a little more time. But the big, getting a new mic is the best and the biggest thing that you can do for your audio quality. And I... I'm not getting paid by them, but uh, hopefully maybe one day they'll, they'll give me a little cut or say, say thanks in some way is the, is the Rode pod mic. And I don't, like I said, I don't recommend them because I get any sort of payment. I just, I got, we had, we had Ryan white from the, from Rode on the show to talk about mics and I ended up buying a Rode pod mic and I was just blown away by how great the sound quality was without having to do anything to the room. Because the second thing that you can do is you can treat your room, right? You can sound treat your room. If you have a mic that is like a condenser or a Yeti or something, a USB mic, a lot of these ones that tend to pick up a lot more sound, well, you're going to get a lot more echo and a lot more reverberation. And there's a lot more like, I don't even know if that sounds going to come up good on the show here, but there's just a lot more fuzzy sound that those mics pick up. And that is because the room is not treated. And so if you have a, a sound treated room, you can get really good sound with those because you have some padding on the walls or you have some drapes or some curtains, or you put in to have some, some furniture in there that, that kind of soaks up the sound. But even for me, right? Like I'm, I'm not using even for me right now, I'm not in the best room. I, I mentioned on a previous episode that we cleared out a lot of my furniture in my office so that my son can play virtual reality. But because of the Rode pod mic, I'm able to overcome some of those things. And it's not ideal, but it is, um, it is better. Uh, and, and like I said, it was a little bit of investment to get the mic. But in order to treat your room, you can do things like putting foam on your walls. They sell things on Amazon for that. Yeah, I mentioned curtains, uh, furniture, all of those things are ways that you can treat your room. 
And then the last option is if that's not even an option either, and you're, you're really, you're recording off of your headphones or you're recording off of a basic, just kind of a standard mic or whatever it is, I would really encourage you to go into a closet or to create a, a pillow fort or get in somewhere where you can have a really small space that um, where the, the sound doesn't kind of echo and reverberate off of everything. That's going to give you some cleaner sound. All right, so the first one was having bad cover art. The second one was having poor audio quality. The third one is actually, might be even a little bit easier for you and something that you can switch right away, and that's just to have better episode titles. There were a ton of people who had episode titles that didn't make any sense or didn't give me, give me as the listener any reason to want to listen to that particular episode. Realize that people have so many options. And even when it comes to podcasts, there's so many different options. Even for me, I think about the shows that I'm subscribed to. I don't even listen to all of the episodes of all of the shows that I'm subscribed to. So even though to those people, they're getting a download because it's popping up on my feed, I'm not always listening to them. What I am looking at is looking at the titles to see which one is most relevant for me. And I think that that's really important for you too, to, to understand that people aren't People are busy and we have to, we can't undervalue the things that people have on their plate. And so we've got to make something really compelling and also understand that the thing that's going to get them to listen to the show is oftentimes the title or even the cover art, which we, or even the artwork, which you talked about a little bit before. So really just treat the episode title space with a little bit more hmm, respect and just understand that that can really make a difference for your show. That can really help give you some bumps in your, in your downloads by having a good title versus one that's not so good. And so here are a couple of tips for writing better episode titles. The first one is to do your research. And you can do this a lot of different ways. You can go on Google Trends or you can search YouTube for what people are, are kind of searching the autocorrect. I also really like to use Chartable's episode rankings just because you can go in and see which charts you want to rank for and you can see what are the top episodes in that category and it'll show you the episode titles. And what you'll also notice that a lot of them don't have the episode number or initials or they have these weird um, letter signs or, or anything that those first few words are so important to be able to put the keyword so that someone can really know what it is that they're going to be listening to. So, so the first thing is, is doing your research so you know what to include. The second thing that I would encourage you to do is to write longer titles. There is a lot of, there's a lot of space that's available to you and you don't get penalized for having a long title. You see this on YouTube where people have really long titles or they have a title and then a subtitle right in the, right in the same space. And what that's doing is it's helping SEO. It's helping the search engines understand what that episode's about. And it's helping obviously your listeners to be able to know what it is as well. So just taking up more of that episode title real estate is going to help you to be able to rank more and also for you to be able to have a better description of what the episode's going, what, what's going on in the show. And the last tip that I would give you is actually something that I gained from Greg at Indie Drop-In on our last, well, it's actually coming out next week, but we did the interview this last week, was to change your episode titles, to just go back in and just change it. There's nothing, you don't get penalized once again for changing them. And if you find that something is not working or you want to test and see if something will work a little bit better, go in and try and put a different title in. Go in and change it up and you'll see the difference in your results. 
So those are the three mistakes, and I'm sure that we'll have some more. I'm sure that this will kind of be a series here, but I wanted to cover the ones that stood out to me right away and ones that you can take action on right away and see some big difference here. So these are kind of some foundational things that you can make changes to. But the first one is your cover art. The second is your audio quality. And the third is your episode descriptions. If you just really, if you just focus on those three things, I think that you'll really start to see some differences in your listenership. And you'll also start to see some differences, obviously, in your downloads as well. So guys, thank you so much for sticking around and tuning in today to the Marketing Your Podcast show. I mentioned at the beginning, if you are not connected with me on Twitter, please come out and do that Hector underscore podcast. And if you have any questions or anything that I can get into specifically, you can find me on there and let me know. Hope you're having a blessed, safe, and wonderful day. And we'll see you on the next episode.